0: what's good beautiful people it is your boy jesse aka jesse prada coming at you with the christ convo podcast inspiring you to live the best way you can for our lord and savior jesus christ listen i hope this blesses you let's get into it without further ado what's good y'all so Y'all see the title today, and we're going to be talking about the danger of self-righteousness. And I honestly feel like this um, this thing called self-righteousness is honestly just a correlation between the spirit of religion, right? Um, and just to clarify on what that spirit specifically is, it is really just um, a spirit that manifests in people that basically makes them feel a certain way because they have certain practices to the faith but not really the relationship so they deal with people and they feel better about themselves based off of what they do and not who their faith is in those types of things and so I mean in my early walk with Jesus Christ I was definitely you know self-righteous and I'm honestly once again when I keep using these words I just want to you know I just want to look it up and see what it says, because I know y'all are really educated on here and, um, you know, so let's just self-righteous. Now, this is, this is a dictionary definition on Google. Um, Hmm. Oh, actually I got one. All right, bet. this is on Wikipedia. So I don't really know if this is legit or not, but listen, this is what we're going to deal with today. Self-righteousness is a feeling or display of moral superiority derived from a sense that one's beliefs, actions, or affiliations are are of a greater virtue than those of the average person. Wow. That is a very accurate definition by Wikipedia. Like, you know how they say like Wikipedia could change things at, the, at any moment? I mean, that's probably true, but yo, like that's actually legit. So... Wow, that's tough. Okay, so this was definitely how I was in the beginning of my Christian walk. Um, I've said this before earlier in my previous podcast, but it was around November 2018 during Jehovah where I truly devoted my heart to the Lord. And I remember I would, um, whenever I would go back home or like even on campus on Saturdays, y'all, I would read the Bible for like three hours, like at one time like and there's nothing wrong with that like don't don't confuse with what i'm saying but i would really do it out of fear like i would i would literally do it out of fear um and i would say like oh okay if if you know if i read the bible that i'm gonna have all this knowledge and all these things and once god was giving me and god is so merciful too y'all because like He was giving me revelation about the Bible and the meaning of the Bible and whatnot. And I was able to really articulate the Bible very well, you know, and I give him all praise to that and all credit for that. But I would use it as a form of self-righteousness because I was like, I'm sitting here, I know all this scripture. I would literally compare myself to people like who I thought I knew more than when really I didn't know anything about, but I'm just like, oh, I'm sitting here carrying this attitude with holier than thou. Right. And it was just crazy. And I remember that I went to this I went to this party with people and, um, you know, these people, they were, um, you know, they were drinking, smoking, cursing, certain music was playing and all that stuff. And when I left that party, I had to repent. Like, I literally had to turn to God and I had to repent. And this is why self-righteousness is so dangerous, because this thing will cloud your vision of literally people like you will look at people as. What they do and not them as a person, it's it's really demonic, like I would real life look at people and I would say like, oh, they are they are literally less than me, like and it was something that I would literally It was it was just a habit for me like it was so natural and I literally had to untrain my mind like to think that way like literally I was out here sitting truly thinking that I was closer to God just because I would read the Bible for three hours and pray every day and do devotions every day like and do research and write things and and not I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that but when I associated that with my identity Oh man, it was terrible. Like it it, it was just terrible. Like and and the, the worst part about this is when you put when you put your when you put your identity with Christ based on your progression with the works of the law, this is how condemnation starts for a lot of people. Maybe it's not for everyone you know, I'm not going to sit here and put everyone in the category, but a lot of people are condemned because they are so self-righteous. And then when they fall into sin, like your identity is snatched from you because your identity was in the works you have, not the person you have your faith in. Like, I remember there was this one girl and at first I supported her. But then when I looked at it, I was like, no, she's tripping on this one. But basically, um, I mean, there's nothing wrong. Obviously, when you're a Christian and you're single, it is the will of God for you to be celibate, like 100% non-negotiable. Like if you're not a child, if you, I mean, what did I say? If you're not married, um, you should not be having sex as a Christian, right? Non-negotiable. This woman was, this woman basically on her Instagram page was, I guess you could say bragging about, um herself being celibate like I I mean like really bragging like literally trying to show the world how celibate she was like she would post things like oh I I love this journey of being celibate like literally every single day on her timeline like on, on her post celibate 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 now you know You choose to go celibate and you're being obedient to God. You know what I'm saying? Praise the Lord for that. The one thing that I didn't like, though, is I was praying for her and thinking of her. And I'm just like, yo, I hope that she recognizes that her being celibate does not make her closer to God. Like he I mean, yes, you're being obedient, but your you. Your righteousness is literally a filthy rag before him like and, and. You feel me? Y'all can look that up. That's in scripture. That's in the book of Isaiah. So like, it's, I guess for me, part of me was thinking, I'm not wishing, I'm not wishing that she fall into sexual sin. Absolutely not. But what I am saying is if she, if she was so focused on that, you know what I'm saying? And one night she get a little freaky deek, like her, her identity is going to be clashed, like into, like, it's going to shatter into pieces because it just, Whenever, whenever you continue to flaunt something, whenever you continue to be boastful about something in this type of state, literally that is what you're holding on to. So if she were to be boasting and literally her security was in her ability to remain celibate, which in actuality, first off, I don't know about anybody else up in here. My ability to stay celibate is the Holy Ghost because this little, this little man down here got a mind of his own and I need help. And I'm just, I'm just being honest, like, and so, and so, you know, it's really God who allows us self-control is the fruit of a spirit of the spirit. It's not, it's not by your willpower. I'm telling you right now, your willpower going to give out on you. If you ain't got the Holy ghost, you will not live pure sexually or in any way. Like you, you, you just won't. So this is, uh, I'm going to read y'all a scripture. Ephesians chapter two, verses eight through nine. Right. Uh, and so basically it says, for it is by grace, God's remarkable compassion and favor drawing you to Christ, that you have been saved and actually delivered from the judgment and given eternal life through faith. And this salvation is not of yourselves, not through your own effort, but it is the undeserved, gracious gift of God, not as a result of your works, nor your attempts to keep the law so that no one will be able to boast or take credit in any way for their salvation. That was Ephesians chapter two, verses eight through nine. We see this today, like in regards to how people could carry themselves, like we would realize boast about certain things, you know, like going to church every Sunday, you know, paying your tithes, all these types of things that you just do simply because you desire to be obedient. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and, and honestly, you could, you could even look at it in areas that aren't talked about. Like, you know, you could, I, I guarantee you, you could be a self righteous vegan, like for real, for real, because the information you've received to keep your body um, to keep your body and your health intact, you could look down on someone because they see that and they decide not to listen. Like when you hear certain things, if you hear certain things about meat and all the things that it does, right? Because I was having a conversation with somebody about this. when you hear certain things about meat and all the things that it does, and you saying, nah, I'm not eating that., I mean, you're making a pretty wise decision. but for people who do like to eat meat, If you don't check yourself, you could real life think you're better than these people just because you eat healthier. You could. I mean, like it it, is so many things, you know, and so we could tie our identity into these things. um, And we really must forget that in regards to God. God. You're like you are you are secured. Your salvation is secured just because you believe um, we see this. We see this in church. You feel me? Like I remember I was talking to my boy at a and and he was telling me, you know, before he goes to church, um, he looks. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Yes. Before he goes to church, he goes and he looks in the mirror at his outfit. And um, he says if he gets carried away with his outfit and he looks too hard and he starts feeling himself and it becomes into a, you know, a a photo shoot or whatever, and he's trying to look all fresh, he said he'll take it off and he'll change. And I mean, I follow that. Like, I try to follow that, too, because it's like, why am I at church? Am I really like am I at church because I want to, you know, get into the presence of God Um, or am I in church because I want to look fresh? And so now we got all these self-righteous, I mean, I don't know if this happens now as much as it did before, but, you know, there were times where there were a lot of self-righteous dress contests. And if you went to church a certain way, people will look down on you, you know what I'm saying? And it's... It's real out here, and I just don't, I just really think that it's honestly just toxic because we realize when when you are self-righteous, you are literally taking away the power of God. Like, you really think that you're, it's like you think you could have done anything to receive salvation. Like, what could you have done? Like, what what would be the point of Jesus Christ? If we could, if if us being self-righteous is legit, then we might as well just all become atheists right now because there's that that just literally it literally contradicts the faith like literally it contradicts the basis of the faith so um like and i like i said earlier like in regards to my interactions with others like it was terrible like i realized like yes you're supposed to surround people uh, you're supposed to surround yourself with people who are like-minded. Yes, I get it. But this was to the point where I could not talk to people or I would feel uncomfortable talking with people who were not Christian. That is terrible. Like, that. That is that is literally terrible. Honestly, the gospel is really designed for people who aren't Christian. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I was so focused on how righteous I thought I was to the point where, I wasn't even able to speak to people, you know, with a pure heart. And I would literally pretend to talk to certain people, but I would just be uncomfortable because there was just this spirit of pride just festering within me talking about, oh, like, is this person able to keep like literally like is this person able to keep up with you biblically? Do they understand all these things that you've received by God? Do they have the gifts? Do they have gifts of the spirit and fruit of the spirit and all these types of things? And I was literally judging like it, it was it was just crazy. Like I thought I was so holy and, you know, I went into a season in my life where I was I was falling into temptation. I was dealing with temptation pretty heavy i had to get g checked by the true g god (laughs) like because like first off i really believe that as christians we sometimes forget where we came from like god literally told me negro you forgot you was a hoe you need to chill with all this you know self-righteousness and these bible verses and you know Looking at people because they listen to a certain type of music or because they say certain types of things or they have certain language coming out of their mouth. You you like like God was really coming from my throat. He was like, because let's not talk about you right now. Like and and it's it's crazy to me. And so I had to I really had to repent. I had to repent because I realized that I could not be in I could not be an effective minister. Of Like in any way, shape or form, if I looked at people like that, you know, and I honestly think, I honestly think self-righteousness can flow into so many other ways. Like, I think that self-righteousness can flow into, you know, your reputation to the point where you're willing to choose your reputation over saying what the gospel says. I mean, we see it all the time, like and I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, you sit here and attack people, you know, blatantly and you condemn them. But if you're going to speak the gospel, speak the whole gospel. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, Jesus loves you. Yes, Jesus died for you. And I will glad I'm the first person to say, you know, that there is a way to salvation. There is a way for you to be saved. But I will tell you to repent in a heartbeat. I'm not going to sit here and let anybody say like if somebody confronts me and says you know jesse what are your thoughts about this if it's against the word of god i will tell you that now i will ask the lord to guide me so that you know you will feel loved and that you feel like i care and that i'm not just you know straight up hitting you on the head with the bible but all i'm saying is is in regards to people's reputation i feel like there are definitely a lot of ministers a lot of people who just personally don't like to touch on certain issues just because it will make them look a certain way and I understand you need discernment in doing that but what I'm emphasizing is when we preach the gospel not only I'm not even just talking about like pastors or uh apostles or prophets or anything like that or teachers this is in general anybody who's a Christian is called to preach Jesus Christ That like bottom line that goes for anybody. So what I'm saying is, is if we're going to preach the gospel, we need to preach the whole gospel. We can't just preach the part that makes us feel good. We can't just preach the part that we enjoy. Christianity is not a formula for your convenience. I'm not Christian because I enjoy the feeling. I'm a Christian because Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. And in some ways, it's lit, but in some ways, I don't like it because I literally have to die to myself. But if we're going to speak on the gospel, then we must speak on it with integrity and nothing more and nothing less, right? And so that must mean that we are willing to put our reputation on the line so that the name of God will be exalted, you know? So the works of the law, um, the crazy part about this is when I was talking to somebody, it's impossible. That is why the works of the law or self-righteousness and doing things by the works of the law is so dangerous because you can't do it. There is no man who has not sinned. That's the thing. Like literally, there is no man who has not sinned. You cannot if you go and look at all the laws in the Bible. There are, I think there's over like 600, over 500 different laws. No man can follow these. There is no way you can be righteous without the power of Jesus Christ. And so that is the point that Paul is writing, like when he's, when he's saying these things, he's saying like, you, you're, you're talking about trying to do the works of the law. You don't even have the ability to, you broke it already Once you break one, you break all of them. That's the thing. You're clipped. So this is why you must, this is why we must recognize that our salvation, that our righteousness has nothing to do with what we do and that we need to seriously work on that because it's like once we stop doing certain things, who are we? Are we, are we who we are by what we do? Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God, by God's favor. That is who I am. And so when these, when, when your quote unquote, when your quote unquote holiness vibe runs out, when your willpower runs out, when you are no longer able to, I guess, keep up with the law because you can't, it's, it's just not, it's not going to happen. It's impossible. Where, where will your identity be? Where will your confidence be? You get what I'm saying? So Um, I'm going to read Romans chapter three, verses 20, and it says for no person will be justified, freed of guilt and declared righteous in his sight by trying to do the works of the law. For through the law, we become conscious of sin and the recognition of sin directs us toward repentance, but provides no remedy for sin. Now, the word remedy means cure, right, or solution, but. This is just also emphasizing that the law is literally given to us to show us that there is sin. It is making us aware of sin. It is making us aware that God, there's things that God does not like. And those things are sin when it comes to our actions or our thoughts and anything else that is associated with us, right? But it's not the cure for sin. It's not the remedy it's just letting us know and making us aware you feel me and so in regards to these little things or whatever when it comes to following all these certain rules in churches or doing all these certain things or having to come to church a certain way or having to live a certain life uh uh-uh. uh like it's just it's just completely unnecessary and it is foolish of us to think that because we do something our salvation is more secured or because we pray a certain amount, or because we read a certain amount, I'm all for I'm all for growing in your level of prayer. I'm all for growing in your reading and studying the word of God. But what we must realize is <laughs> there that don't mean nothing to him. Like that that doesn't mean anything to him, regardless of what level of understanding we have of the Bible or not. If it wasn't for Jesus, who? What am I shakata? Hey, all right. If it wasn't for Jesus, ain't none of us would be righteous. None of us. So, all I'm saying is that we must remember that we are not righteous, that we are not closer to God based off of what we do. If that were the case, once again, you would have the ability to boast about your salvation, you would have the ability to boast. And make yourself feel better. And honestly, it would literally be the opposite of what we were created to do. Because you would be glorifying yourself and not God. You would be boosting up your head and your actions and boosting up how good you are versus boosting up how good he is. Because if righteousness came through the law, once it, well, first off, to keep a band with you, if, if salvation came through the law, all of us going to hell. I don't care how many tongues you speak in. I don't care how many Bible verses you know. I don't care how many churches you, uh, you speak at. I don't care how many degrees you got in seminary. I don't care. We all going in the lake of fire if righteousness and salvation came through the law. Like, I'm going to see you down there. We chilling. But since it doesn't, We have the opportunity to receive eternal salvation, but we must recognize that it has nothing to do with us and that it is a gift from God that we could never, ever earn. Okay. So I just want, I just wanted to come up here, uh, do this podcast, and to just make sure that you guys recognize because we can all have our own self righteous moments. And I think honestly, this is just, you know, this is just um, to make all of us aware. Um, that we do not need to sit here and try to do certain things to earn God's approval because he already has approved of us since we have accepted his son, Jesus Christ. Okay. So this is, that's really all I wanted to say. Um, I'm really glad that you guys are listening and doing this podcast, uh, listening to this podcast because God is doing so many great things, but, um, And there's going to be another podcast coming up and I'm really excited. I'm going to have a couple guests on it. Okay. So it's going to be really dope. Um, I appreciate y'all listening. Remember that your righteousness and your relationship and closeness to God has zero to do with what you do, but literally who you are, because you are a child of God, because you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior. That is now you now. Hold on. Once again, I got to throw this in there. Shall we sin that grace may abound? Surely not. Okay. Like, I don't want people to misconstrue what I'm saying and saying like, oh, I get to live however I want and be a an-. no, 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 no. Like I said, I'm, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about all parts. I'm not just going to sit here and say one part. Okay. And I know I said I was getting ready to go, but I just had to include that in there. No, we should desire and continue to you know, be sanctified and and continue to live for God and to be obedient to him. We're not perfect though. So what we must remember is in the midst of our mistakes and our errors, we are not defined by those. Okay. That's all. So salvation comes through faith and faith alone. Y'all be blessed what is up y'all i just appreciate each and every one of you guys for tuning into the christ convo podcast with your boy jesse aka jesse prada i will be back until then be blessed and stay safe peace